How's it going on after podcast listeners and likers of the Awkward Throw Clear? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, coming at you with episode 45. This is going to be the Shane Scott episode. Good buddy of mine, helicopter pilot. You'll hear much more about him. I'm trying to keep this quick. I'm in Vail Mountain right now, right next to a fire, and also listening to some metal with my brother Kevin, oldest brother. Um, this is last few days of me being in the West, in BC, hanging out, and then Alberta for a few more days, and then ripping out to Ontario and make a new home in Barrie. So, yeah, this will be one of the. Uh, this will be the last podcast of the West for the time being. Who knows when I'll have another one. But yeah, hopefully you guys like this with Shane Scott and also his wife Candace jumps in every now and then too. Um, yeah, really good friends and lots of flying, lots of fires, lots of fire stories. Hope you guys enjoy. And yeah, as always, listen, like, share, and subscribe. Cheers, guys. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Awk- <coughs> the <coughs> the awkward throat clear. Now here's your host. Aaron Chalupa. No worse gut gurgles than at 6,000 feet. <laughs> well, yeah, we started recording there, so you wanted to start off with a poop story right now? Might as, well just, might as well just break the ice or, you know, pinch the loaf or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, well, let's start at the beginning. Camp food sucks. <laughs> uh, All camp food or just like from a certain company? Contractor. Uh, some of it's really good. Some of it's terrible. Mm. The worst, I mean, don't get me wrong, forestry fucking bologna sandwiches with ketchup and mustard on them or ketchup and much. bologna and mustard. No mustard, just ketchup. Nope. Oh, yeah. No. Mustard's a and, and delicacy. To be fair, the guy used to make the worst meals is no longer fair. with us, so we can't really mock his food. <laughs> but seriously, though, the worst food I think I've ever had was on the Chin Forestry Road. There's a, a camp that's not there. Mm-hmm. There was me. What year? Give or take. 2008. Okay. Yeah, 2008. That's flying the 120s. But we were flying for survey crews. And there was me, a consultant, and one other person in camp. So there's th- oh, and a helper. And the cook made five. And it was in May. And we got leftover fucking Christmas dinner that the crazy cook lady microwaved. Oh, no. And until you've had gravy in a large yogurt container or sour cream container that's been microwaved and served to you. Oh no. And the big frozen piece pops up like a big frozen shit in the middle of dinner. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, not all camp food is good. No. It's gone it's come a long way, that's for sure. Like most camps, yeah. Yeah, well yeah. nowadays like I I'm kinda like I'm I'm a, I'm a terrible person to have around because around my camp because it's like oh yes back in 2008 and all these guys yeah. are like oh, I was in junior high and I was here I and it's like yeah. for a seasonal job in Hell Attack where someone usually wouldn't be around this long because yeah. they would have a better job oh, or yeah. they would grow up and be a real boy yeah a lot of them are like going a to real school. man yeah yeah, yeah. you know you got a 30, 31 year old guy that's been around here since he was sixteen yeah um, yeah so I'll be like telling people it's like wow you know like you haven't had vegetables until you've had yellow bright yellow cauliflower that was soaked and cooked and everything else in just butter yeah. not water liquid butter yeah yeah we had a guy named what was his name Christian. 
you know, the, the big French guy in his white t-shirt, but it was like oh, really like sweat butter. stained. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, have those like grease marks there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want sauce? You want sauce? sauce? And it's like, no, no, no sauce. Oh, don't be on diet. Yeah. And it's like, no, Christian, I don't want to have your sauce because I don't know if you have the cigarette ash fell on it or anything yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. But then you had people, you know, in recent years that are like screaming like, we need options for vegans and vegetarians, which is fair. Oh, yeah. But it's just like when they say, oh, this food quality is crap and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, yeah. if you said that you were a vegetarian or vegan back in 2007, you would be laughed at and ridiculed and everything, which oh. is wrong. Yeah. But, but to say I'm not eating this because I don't want this particular meal that day and you're being a bit snobby about it. Yeah. Then, you know, not you can so eat good. the paper bag because nobody cared what your feelings back then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you heard that song? Fuck your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Yeah. So with that, this is Shane Scott pilot, uh, extraordinaire. I met him when he was with Gemini, went to ops mobile and then now kind of back to Gemini again. Now, Free agent. Free agent. Oh, hitting the I, market. Uh, talk to TRK. I'm going to work for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're bringing it here first. We have. Uh, we, we, we. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. This won't be released at least uh, for another month because we have a Bentley that still needs to be released right now. Time stamping this. Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah so I don't care. Everybody knows. We got time. We got time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, Shane Scott, he is probably one of the most unfiltered people I know. So this has been a this is this is going to be a real treat, folks. I'm really excited. And on my right is his wife Candice, who is just the uh, instigator, the my poker daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Correct him and encourage him with with another story here, another story there, and then she, um, you know, encourages us with uh, the, the little the, the, the quiet laughter coming from the side. Um, and the wonderful thing is, I've flown with Shane. I've known Shane for so long that we can talk about so many stories and I've heard a lot of these stories too. So I already have a bunch in my head that I enjoy you talking about because you know the details so well, because you've said these stories many, many, many times because they're so wonderful. And so that was a good one to start off with. So anyway, if, if I bring something up that you definitely don't want to talk about and we don't need to use certain names, if you don't want to, we can call them other names, you know, whatever, (laughs) all the dozens of listeners that I have for this podcast might recognize it or not, but, uh, Feel free to just give me a, a signal. Yeah. So another one that I want to talk about uh, right off the bat would be um, the one where uh, somebody had to take a pee in the helicopter. Oh, <laughs> which time? Yeah, yeah, I, I think right. you're thinking about Teach Andrew Williams. We're flying in um, Manning on patrol. That one. Yeah. And we went to keg and we went to. Oh, where the hell did we go? Wait, fuck out there. It's, it's one where there's a, a female crew member. Oh, no, that's Zach's story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll just man. say Zach, then we'll kind of leave it open there yeah. for who we're exactly talking about. But yeah, yeah, yeah that, actually, that, one, that one stands out to me so much because how tight of a crew do you have that you have a female? Yeah. And they're just like, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, they flew out to Yates and back on a fire call that ended up not being a fire call. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, he had to pee. So this is, the, uh, listeners, this is almost like flying from, so they'd be flying from high level, look it up on Google, uh, all the way to the territories, border, and back. Yeah. So it's a good flight. It's about a good two to bit hours. Yeah. And if you didn't pee beforehand, then you're going to have a, a good time. And there is nowhere to go. Yeah. So they're flying up. And you don't want to be razzed because if oh, you no. get the helicopter to land to take just a pee. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're flying out and he was a rookie. He ended up, he 
stuck around for a long time. He's probably one of the best leaders I worked with. And actually, I worked with his leader on ignitions this year. Oh, really? From when his rookie year. Oh, right on. Yeah. And uh, who was his leader rookie year? Oh, wait, that was. Was it Chris Carrion? No, Pat was his leader, I think. It wasn't Ben, it was Pat. And McElwain? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, see, I wasn't using names. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go. Well, Pat, Pat's innocent in this story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> Anyway, so young Zach. Um, it was super hot. They've been having chugging contests. You could drink the most water at once. And then they got the fire call, which turned out to be a dud. Oh, boy. And they were in the air for like two hours. And about eight minutes into the flight, Zach had to pee. Mm-hmm. And he had to pee bad. And they flew out there. There's nothing. They're coming back. And he can't hold it anymore. And in Zach's own words, he said, if you don't land this fucking helicopter right now, I'm going to fucking piss all over all of us. So they couldn't find anywhere to go. So they dumped out a Gatorade bottle, handed Zach the bottle. And he says, and, and you know, Shane, when you've been holding it that long, it, it shrinks. <laughs> so there I am. I pull out two inches of dick. <laughs> out of four inches of coverall. Here I thought it would have grown if it's two inches. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah. So finally he gets it in there and he lets the stream go. It's a uh, whatever 500 mil bottle and he fills it and he pinches it. And the girl on his crew is sitting to his left and he's got a push to talk mic. So he can't even like say, Hey, I need another bottle. So he's sitting there holding it till his freaking hand is cramping up. And he's nudging her and nudging her. He's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and finally she looks over and he nods towards the, the cap on his knee. And she's trying not to retch as she puts the cap on her rookie's <laughs> warm piss bottle. He managed to hit, push the talk. He's like, give me another fucking bottle. <laughs> and by now his hand is cramped up so bad. He's not sure what's going on with the functions there of his fingers. And the only bottle they have left is a little water bottle with a small opening. And by now, his dick is about half a centimeter. He says, it was like putting your thumb on the tip of a garden hose. And there's this beautiful golden arc catching the sunlight. And the pilot's sitting in the front seat, leaning on his knee with his arm out as he's flying. And the piss brushes the hair on his arms. And he pisses on the long line window beside him before he finally gets it in. And then there's piss everywhere. And as he looks over... To say, oh no, there's He-Man with his video camera out taping the whole thing. <laughs> Poor guy. A different time. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, almost yeah. had a we almost had a you know an emergency as well. We were flying from Footner to Garden River for a fire investigation that happened the day before and everything and then we had to circle around and everything and um, my my Bravo on the, the crew is like well, I think we hit Ponton River, and he's like, "I need to pee now." And it's like, "Man, if we land, uh, this is a two-four yeah. of, of beer." Like, Absolutely, he's like, "Well, I don't want to do that." I'm like, "I can't call the and also like I can't call the office and be like, hey, we're, we got a we got a chip light, you know, temporary, yeah. and just land so we can pee and then like yeah. get back up and like, oh yeah, no, we're still going now." Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, you gotta hold it. You yeah. gotta hold it." Yeah. And so he's like, "All right." And so he's just trying so hard, and he's like, "I'm trying not to think about it and all this other stuff." And like, we had a bit of like you know turbulence or so bumping oh, yeah. around, and this is like, oh boy, and like the pilot's trying to be as you know fast as possible. Uh. 
And then we're talking. He's like, I need to pee. And like nobody had bottles at all, right? Like we didn't have any bottles on us. And he's, he's just like, well, what am I going to pee into if it's like if it gets to that point? And then Laura, hard hat. Laura's like, you could use your, you could use your boot. And he's like, oh, that actually wouldn't be a bad idea. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, don't pee in your boot, pee in your helmet. Yeah. <laughs> pee in oh, my helmet would be the first thing I'd think of. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> that's, that's why the leader's hard hat's yellow, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the pilot just looks at me and he's just like, he gives me the head shake. I'm like, no, no, we're not going to, we're just uh, saying hypothetically, but yeah, we made yeah. it and we landed and he just, was crying over in the corner and having a great time doing yeah. those things. So see the sky track ruined it all, all the tracking. Yep. The office. You used to be able to stop the office. Never knew that you were doing <laughs> whatever you had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were talking about the time I was in Manning and, uh, we used to call him teach. We went on a big, long patrol. Yeah. And he's like, when are you stopping for fuel? I was like, oh, maybe keg. We, well, I got the keg. Things are good. Kept going back, heading back to man. He's like, are we stopping for fuel anywhere? I'm like, no, we'll make it back. How long? 20 minutes. If you don't land this goddamn thing, I'm going to piss myself. It's like, oh. Pulled into a farmer's field. Teach gets out. That's back when they still had the yellows on, the mm-hmm. coveys. The coveys, yeah. Yeah. Teach gets out the door and he's pulling down his coveys and he starts running away. This must have been before because, like, nowadays we have the two zippers, right? Yeah. So there would be the two at the bottom and then you zip one up. Yeah. So now we have the one where it zips from the bottom and then you have easy access. So this must have been when we had the one oh, yeah. and then you're just, like, getting out. Yeah, and he's running. <laughs> and he's running out the field. And I looked at the leader and said, hey, you want to see something funny? Oh. You, and he goes, <laughs> the and he goes what do you mean? He says, well, just wait. Poor Teach starts pissing. I said, this is called air recirculation. <laughs> I pulled about half pitch, so he just didn't quite come out off the ground. And his coveralls start flapping everywhere. And I, that's all I really wanted to see. And Teach gets back in and his face is wet. <laughs> and he's like, you motherfucker. Because I didn't have time. I saw it going out. Go out and come back. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, it's like, I knew about that too. Like I didn't fly in a helicopter all that often when I was a fire patrolman, but I went down to, uh, during the Utikama complex mm-hmm. back in 2011, I want to say, uh, it was the same, same year as Slave Lake. So it was 2010 or 2011. Uh, just I the was, other day for us old guys. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, I remember it well. I was camp bossing at Mink Lake and, um, you know, they're flying around, flying around. And they're like, hey, like, you haven't gone for a flight yet. You like, want to jump up? I'm like, oh, that'd be great. You know, way before I've like, been flying helicopters. Now it's just like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know I was going to fly that day. So I just had a big lunch and had like, this fruit salad and everything like, you know, cantaloupe, watermelon, yeah. honeydew, all that crap. And I was quite full. And I was like, oh, yeah, <sighs> this will be nice just to like wait out until, you know, dinner time and all that stuff, blah, blah. Oh, let's go for a flight. And it's like, uh, oh no. And I'm thinking like, I think I'll be okay. But what we're doing is we're flying the grid. Sorry, oh, we're, we're flying, flying the, the G- yeah, the flying, yeah. The, flying the perimeter. And that's a lot of, um, banking and turning for a lot of people that don't know, you know, fires or helicopters, you're following up a, a really squiggly line and trying to fly as low and tight turning as possible to follow the line of the fire all the way around. Yeah. And it's not that fun. So yeah. at one point, you know, they're like, ah, Chalupa, you're pretty quiet back there. You all right? I'm like, mm, nope. <laughs> it's just like, you always know they're not doing well. They're not talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you it's like, you need, back and they're swallowing. It's like, you need to, you need to land son. And it's like, yes, please. <laughs> so 
you know, find a little lease site or whatever, drop me off at. And I knew, um, like they were going to lift off pretty quick. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, lift off. We'll, we'll pause the GPS. It's fine. Uh, we'll pick you up in about five minutes or so. And it's like, we're going to fly out to the middle and check some I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care. I get out and I just start sprinting with my head as low as possible because I knew about, because they were going to take off right away and there was going to be that recirculation. And I'm like, I do not want puke on my pants or my shirt or my face. So I ran as far as fast as I could and just let it rip out there. Uh, And to this day, knock on wood, I've never puked inside of a helicopter or an aircraft. uh, And that's also flying in bird dogs too. Oh man. So I've done pretty well so far, but yeah, there's been a few times where I've had to run away from the helicopter and, and yak out after that so I'm, I'm quite proud because i was just like yeah i'm doing all right they're like you did good kid i'm like thanks yeah. <laughs> just drop me back off at my camp so i can reorganize my tent yeah um, was, was it those surveyors you were with yeah oh i've never had anybody shit in the helicopter that oh, i know boy. of that you know of. i've had pukers <laughs> oh there's nothing worse than the smell of warm puke Mm-hmm. On a hot summer day, my worst one was I picked up two guys in Manning, and Bruce was a sawed-off little cranky. He's probably about oh, five two, five three, and about five six, laying down like he was a big round dude. So he got in the front, tall as he is wide. Oh, wider. And then uh, Michelle, he's like a seven foot four French goo, huge, oh, huge, shed. huge dude, really nice. And we went looking for river crossings on the Winnie Andy for rig crossings. Mm-hmm. And same thing, squiggly line going all over. Oh, yeah. And then you'd see a crossing and you basically turn the machine as hard as you can on the left, focus a point and keep that point in the window and just spin circles around and around and around. Unbeknownst to me, they went to the Esso for breakfast and Michelle had two. Oh, this is recently. Two high guard uh, pizza subs for breakfast. Oh, no. And it was hot. And Bruce and I are talking. And I'd given the briefing. And now I make sure I cover this as well in my briefing. In the event of an in-flight emergency and you feel the urge to puke, there is the blue envelope. Inside the blue envelope, there's a big white bag. Get the fucking bag out of the envelope. Yeah. Do not puke in the envelope. He tried to puke in the envelope and he covered Bruce and pizza sauce. Oh, no. <laughs> And then we had to fly back to Manning from pretty much the BC border. Oh, dear. It was brutal. Really nice guy, though. Helped clean it. <laughs> nice uh, smell, I'm sure. Oh, I did not do well with vomit. No? no. Have you ever vomited from vomit? Oh, yes. I, I have flying? two children. That, while flying? Not while flying. No. Oh, okay, okay. No. You got two children, yeah. Yeah. No. I verticaled in one time right next to a grader at the Neralta <clears throat> just as a surveyor let her fly. Oh, no. And I imagine it was warm, yeasty bread smell. Oh. <laughs> well, we held it together. Yeah. Landed. Didn't crash. The only time I've nearly... Well, one of the only times I've ever nearly crashed <laughs> was from bad camp food. <laughs> Took off. Guts gurgled. Mm-hmm. Shot the auto into an overgrown lease. Jumped out one foot on the skid, pants down, crying for my mama. <laughs> And I looked back, and the tail rotor was about six inches away from a four-inch aspen oh, tree. Oh, good lord, yeah. <laughs> She'd have written her off. Oh, but that didn't stay in the seats. That's all that matters. That well done, sir. Priorities. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Shane. Yes, sir. When did you start flying? Mm, 
that louder? 2004. 2004. Okay. So let's just kind of like backtrack and kind of get into the origin story. So you grew up in Fort Sask. Yep. Uh, Candace, you grew up in? Sherrod Park. Sherrod Park. Bit of rivals right from the start. Nah, we get along well. <laughs> it's, it's the Spruce Grove and... Uh, yeah, it's the Spruce Grove, St. Albert kids. Yeah. I was like to bug Graham Lorkey and like, oh, St. Albert, my favorite part of Edmonton. I was like, it's not Edmonton! We have our own mayor! Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Graham. Uh, I actually just did a podcast with him a couple uh, couple uh, months ago. St. Albert. <laughs> and Bellrose kids. All right, so okay, you, anyway. you guys met... You guys were still in high school? I uh, she was in high school. You were in high school. I was out of school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you have a black Trans Am driving around? Nope. My little sh- blue little Ranger. Little blue Ford Ranger. 1975 uh, pickup truck. Oh, sorry, uh, the, p- p- the tool shed. I always like to make that joke. Oh, I uh, it. Uh, it yeah, it was old. No, but I went to visit a buddy who was working at a convenience store, and I was standing in the condom aisle, and oh, her and her friend were... Her and her friend were getting gas, and I looked out the window, and I winked at her because she was sitting there in the car. Her friend drove a shitty... She had drove a little silver Honda Civic, and it was fantastic. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I winked at her, and she winked back, and I said to my friend, sweet, they're desperate. Again, no filter here. Yeah. No. Uh, so, you, so you grab two boxes of condoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have a great face for radio in case anybody doesn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we chased them down and they stopped in a country road in the middle okay, of butt fuck nowhere. Okay. Her friend, who's a very smart girl, just, yeah. They stopped out by Partridge Hill Road, out by Fort Saskatchewan, in the middle of nowhere. Pitch black. Mm. At like midnight with two strange men they've never met before. Because, you know, <laughs> it was the 90s. It was yeah. a different time. Billy did have the truck with the light rack. Was he driving? Yeah, he, he was, was driving. driving. Oh, right. Yeah, you were dropping your truck off so that when you went to go visit Bob. <clears throat> right. Because you had too much. There was liquor involved. <laughs> As most good stories. Always liquor. Yeah. Then we started dating, blah, blah, blah. Moved to Hinton, blah, blah, blah. Went to flight school. Here we are. <laughs> what did you do before flight school for work? I was a superintendent for piling construction. And where was that at? Uh, most well, it's based out of Edmonton, but I worked in Regina, Saskatoon. Oh man, mostly there. mostly in uh, Hinton. Hinton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you guys were setting up shop in Hinton for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah, lived we there for like ninety five. You were there from ninety five until ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So what got you interested in flying helicopters? <laughs> so there I was. Picture it, <laughs> white court. 2004. Uh, just had a shitty day at work, driving through White Court. It was after your grandpa passed away, and we drove by there. We were going to the Rose and Crown. Yeah, we're going to the bar. You're going to the bar. Yeah. Yeah, and you saw the sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't happy with my job. Okay, fair. And I saw the sign, and I said, fuck it, I'm going to go be a pilot. So went to the airport, said, how much and when? And he said, 54000 starting Monday. This was on a Friday. And there I was, Monday. Flight school, check in hand. Before that, no no nope. urge to fly anything, no pilot. Because like, I've had buddies that was like when they were kids, like, I want to nope. be a pilot. Nope. And this is like, oh, man, you got to start drinking now. <laughs> well, when, uh, nope, growing up, I want to be a kindergarten teacher. 
you little fuckers are going to color in the lines and you're going to like <laughs> Did it. you watch Kindergarten Cop? You're just like, this is the greatest thing ever. Who is your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> you should see him with little kids, though. It's yeah. amazing. It's not a yeah. <laughs> He's seen me with Hack. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, truly. We'll yeah. get into the, the, same the, the, sapling, the sapling whip story. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so that's how I became a pilot on a whim. My very first, they took me for a check flight, not a check, like a discovery flight. Yeah. My first day, and I didn't even know if I was going to be scared of heights. <laughs> no, I was there a tunnel rat. I was underground for yeah. 14 years. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But no, it worked out. Mostly. <laughs> Fair enough. It worked out. We live in high levels. Yeah, so. you do. I think you've done quite well for yourself, and I've always told people, it's just like two pots of, uh-huh. I trust with my life and more, and uh, flying around with me, Delta Greg, Greg Reed. Oh, yeah, Greg he, Reed's the plan. When I've recorded with him, too. Hi, Greg. Hopefully Hi, Greg. you're still listening. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you probably have better things to do. He's yeah. got a kid now. Jesus. Oh, yeah, this kid's huge. Yeah, big baby. Yeah. My God, he's going to be bigger than him in like five years. Yeah. And hopefully less ginger than him and have a soul. <laughs> that's mama's job <laughs> yeah. yeah um and then yeah yourself yeah yeah and i think there was a few times where i've been like i should be scared right now but i'm not because <laughs> i'm with shane yeah um yeah so like uh, and then take me through like so you did a lot of people are kind of curious i've had a few friends ask me like oh i'm thinking about getting my pilot's license as a helicopter pilot or a, you know i know it's different between fixed wing and rotary oh wing. yeah yeah so fixed wing <laughs> folks is uh, you know planes, and then rotary wing is um, helicopters yeah. and whirly birds. Look up whirly bird. Yeah, and, and like the difference between helicopter pilots and fixed wing pilots. Candace's uncle used to be director of maintenance for Air Canada, and she has two or Canadian, sorry. Thank you. Uh, and she has two cousins that fly internationally. One flies for KLM, really oh, good guy, and the other one flies for Air Canada. And I fly helicopters. They go to Jerusalem. They go to Australia. I land at the liquor store in Zama. <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, I've never rollerbladed home from a freaking Nickelback concert like most rotor wing pilots do <laughs> in spandex. Oh, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> rotor wing's cooler. We well, you, you said like most rotor wing pilots do. Do you mean fixed wing? Fixed wing guys do, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, there uh, you go. I was just like, you just insulted yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm reconsidering my. I can't say what I want to say because I'm trying to be politically correct. Yeah. Um, okay, so. You, you're learning how to fly and everything, and then yeah. like, what's the next step? You look for a company to work for. Oh, they, yeah. they, they recommend you something like the, the people that you learn how to fly with. Uh, they give you a few leads, and then they just help you with the resume, and off you go. Mm-hmm. I went to BC, uh, all over Alberta, and I drove up to Keg River to apply with Zatco, and that's another. Fixed wing guy, or a rotor wing guy, he works for a Canadian now. But they used to do all sorts of pilot operating stuff, flying out to oil gas wells. And I just on a whim, I went up to high level. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I've come this far, carry on. So I came up here and I met Todd, the chief pilot, and he liked me because I was old and told dick and fart jokes and said fuck a lot, which is right <laughs> up Todd's alley. And, uh, yeah, so he hired me, and I started in February 2005 up here for a year to come get experience, and then I'm moving because fuck this place. 
And then Candace was a teacher, and they cut her position, so we said, let's just move to high level. <laughs> Seems like the smart thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um, there we go. We're closer. We had a three-year-old. Yeah. So, you know, instead yeah. of an eight-hour Eight-hour commute. commute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not, eh? Yeah. yeah. And back then, we were at 42 and 5, 42 and 8, 42 and 5, 42 and 8, and that was mm-hmm. the season. So... 42 days on? Yeah. Eight days off. And then 42 days on, five days off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. At remote gas plants. Yes. You were kicking rocks and screaming at butterflies after (laughs) your second shift. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I've been there for like, you know, manning up and, uh, or being on alerts and posting up at, uh, Meander River for 15 days straight, but that's nothing. Oh, that is nothing. That's nothing. You're like, Oh, I remember my first time having a, you know, nervous breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've done shifts where I've had like five hack crews. Yeah. Because they're, you get one that's kind of the end of theirs, and then you get another one that's getting towards the end of theirs. They were on truck attack. Then you get another crew for a full 14 days, and you get another crew for the end of theirs because they were on truck attack. And then you get another crew at the start of their ship. You've had five crews. Yeah. I've had one crew twice on one shift wow. for, for full 14 day shifts. And then those crews come back and they see your beard a little bit longer and your eyes a little bit squirrelier and they're oh, like, yeah. oh, you're still here. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go for a ride. <laughs> yeah. We haven't moved. There hasn't been a fire, but we've been sitting in the Meander gravel pit for 36 days now. <laughs> but, you know, in talking about, like, age when you started off earlier and you were saying you're, the, you know, 31 old, don't know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Somebody was 32. Yeah. yeah Not was, much of a change. Yeah, I was 32 when I... Made my life-altering decision. Mm, that's fine. Hey, look at me. Kind of the same. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> one day there'll be some, you know, 31-year-old punk uh, interviewing me about how I went from forestry to brewing and why I made that choice. Yeah. But and you'll I'll be, be crying. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, like, so then Gemini was one of your first companies up here then? Yeah. Well, I still, like, basically Gemini hired me. We used to have Gemini Idol every year. <laughs> Back then when I started, it was one of the best companies to work for. Mm-hmm. And we'd have so many applications because so many people want to work for us. We'd have Gemini Idol. Like one year we hired 900-hour pilots out of school. Wow. And that's more than Canadian hired, more than a lot of other companies hired. And, yeah, it was great. Like when you got 60 people and it's still a family atmosphere, I can still tell you where pretty much everybody I worked with from Gemini uh, is right now. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, I forgot his last name, but he was li- living down in Canmore area. And his first name's Patrick. Richards. Yeah, blonde guy. About the same size as me. Yeah. 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 Great guy. Yeah. Worked for Mustang yeah. afterwards. And oh, Mustang places. afterwards. Yeah. Okay, right yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, because we did a stint with him up in Steen, and I was like, man, he's this guy's cool. I hope we get to fly with him a few more times. But then he, well, he left pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and we, we used to razz about his bucketing because he, he was not a very good bucketer. Wow. <laughs> but that's a tricky thing. You know, to fly a helicopter is one thing, but then yeah. to, you know, maneuver a bucket around. Oh, there's, you can give a little shoulder shrug. Uh, you and I both know a pilot that uh, was not too far from our camp that couldn't hit uh, a lake that he just grabbed the bucket, you know, the full bucket from, yeah. and then drop it in that said lake. Yeah, he's also the same guy that put the long line on one time and tried to fill a bladder and took out. One of the poor hack guys holding the bladder down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's no longer 
a pilot. We are all pretty happy that he is not for for Hell Attack. We yeah. we tell the rookie stories about him, and they're all they're like, "Oh my god, he can't be that bad." And we're like, "Yeah, I know. yeah, no, you he's think worse. so." Yeah, yeah. You get in a helicopter and see how much you trust the pilot, and then imagine this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he is a outstanding human. He's just not a great pilot. I wouldn't even say he's an outstanding human. He's always kind of giving me the creeps. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Very, very different. In 2012 on the Wenzel fire. He is a unique individual. <laughs> we used to meet out at the uh, Fish and Wildlife Cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the IC would fly out. Or at the the op- Stewer. No, at Wenzel. Wenzel. Okay. So, oh, sorry, not the IC. So the ops chief would fly out from camp, and I had a div boss, and uh, who had the other one? Oh. Uh, Richard Kidd from Delta had the other div boss. Mm-hmm. And we'd meet out at Wenzel every day at noon. They'd have their little powwow with the ops chief, sort things out, sort crews out, see what gear needs to be neat. And this other pilot loved the lake so much that he went swimming in his tidy whities Oh, no. And then put his jeans back on. Or no, his flight suit back on. He had nothing on under his flight uh-huh. suit except his tidy whities and Tina, the lovely young lady from the Yukon that I had, comes out to a buggly-eyed pilot that looks like he's pissed himself, saying, how are you doing? <laughs> and he didn't have a clue that it looked like, you know, maybe you should have stripped your tidy whities It's just the guys there, except for Tina, and she was inside. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I've never skinny dip, but... You know, or, or 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 go to the bush and wring them out really yeah. well and put them back. Or on. you know, go to the bush and maybe not put your tidy whities back on. Put your flight suit back yeah, on. That's always the thing to do too. Uh, and there he is, and she doesn't know him from a hole in the wall, and he's standing there with this big, what she believes is a piss stained flight suit. <laughs> yeah. So the ops chief takes off. She's like, "What's wrong with that guy?" I says, "Oh, he's a local. Don't worry." It's like there's a lot of things wrong with him, yeah. but don't yeah. think that he pissed himself. He just yeah. went to the lake. I've only got three hours of fuel. The list is too long. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So with, with Gemini, like my my first few years up here, man, like we flew with you guys all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. And so we got to know a lot of the pilots there, and even the engineers, yeah. and we hang out the yeah. oh yeah the, the hangar, and it was just wonderful. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, can you can you tell me about some of your favorite pilots that you worked with, and like, wh- like which ones kind of stand out more, and like why you might like him besides like you know swearing about them or something like that? Like I know I know Matt Ratz is up there. Oh yeah, wonderful pilot, and then like yeah. we, we just talked about like pilots that were just like skin and bones and stuff. Yeah, he was like. Oh yeah, he, he flew military. He had that huge mustache. Oh yeah, he's. I think his wife German. was you know? ballet or something like that. No, was she kind of she made Mar- she was an artist. She made oh, marionettes, okay. like high end oh, marionettes. I thought she was a dancer or something. Selling for okay. thousands of dollars. Wow, overseas. Yeah. Okay. Their house. Their house was beautiful. beautiful. She went and painted everything in that house by hand mm-hmm. and made it all custom and antiques everything in, in here. Oh, okay. Yeah, on caribou clothes there. Yeah, it was okay. beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a great guy. Sean El- Oh, Lieutenant Dan. Romanian pilot. Because uh, you guys get like, and like this is the other thing that's was wonderful is that the pilots that come from everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had so many international pilots. We had Aussies. We had a couple Kiwis. We had... Uh, Germans, Romanians, actually one French guy. Man, 
His name was Fabrice. <laughs> yeah, he was Fabrice. His name oh, was Fabrice. No. Fabrice Villinger. Yeah. Yeah. I fed him a, you know, a hot rod meat sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I fed him one of those one time. He looks like, how could you make me put this shit in my body? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of a JB from um, Forgot Nine North. With uh, Jean-Marc Yeah, Jean-Marc yeah, Same guys, company, yeah. uh, JB Awesome dude uh, uh-huh. Hung out with him in France A couple times at his place Oh yeah? Wonderful Oh yeah, we, uh, Colin Eisner and I We went paragliding with him Nice Oh man, phenomenal yeah. And just yeah. one of the nicest humans ever Yeah, I like Jean-Marc too Jean-Marc's pretty funny He always had stories about his wife Like getting yeah. speeding tickets That he had to pay for He's like, yeah. boys, we need to get to fire we, uh, my, my, my wife, she got another uh, speeding ticket yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry yeah. Jean-Marc Yeah, I only really worked with him last year A little bit like, but uh, one of the guys from VIH uh, that actually he was flying the K-Mobs, he used to work with me at Gemini. Oh. Yeah, young Josh Halliday. He said, "Hey, I got a guy here that needs. Uh, I can't remember it was an endorsement or a check flight or something. I think it was a, a training flight he needed." He says, "Do you know anybody?" He says, "Well, I can ask. I think Jean Marc does them and." Sean Mark said, oh, yeah, tell him to come over after we're stand down. I'll do it for him. No problem. Yeah, he's an outstanding human. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, the love glove. The love glove. Oh, Dick Mitten. <laughs> Dick Man, Mitten. I, you know, I, I've heard so much about him for so many years, and, like, mm-hmm. just the legend just went on and on, but I never flew with him until last year. Really? That was the first time I met him. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, Dick Mitten, the love glove. I'm like, and afterwards, when like he finished his safety briefing, I'm like, man, I've, I've heard about you for so long. It's so good to meet you. My name's Aaron Chalupa. And he's like, I've heard so much about you, too. And it's yeah. just like two, yeah. I don't want to like pop myself up to two very notorious people in this district oh, yeah. finally meeting each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, and like that was his last year as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was he had an incident. Yeah. Poor guy. But yeah. I just remember him telling us um, in the safety briefing, he's just like, so you're, you got your chest, right? Yeah. And if you, you, know, you, got, you got your seatbelt, and if you slam, what's going to happen? And it's like, oh, well, like your ribs, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> and yeah. like he's talking like this yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no one ever told me how he talked before, but like, oh, yeah. great guy, great guy, and fucking oh, yeah. hilarious. And like, your, yeah. your, your oh, sense man. of humor, but like, just like, you're going to get fucked. You're going to get, yeah, because he's got kind of a Texan <laughs> draw. He does. So we were all at, for supper VPs, you and your other ignition crew. Yeah. So Phil and, um, Phil and Mike. And, no, um, narrow it down. Use your words. Oh my God. Little, not big, little. So I get personal here. Selkirk. Well, that was only. He used to fly with you. Oh, little Matt. Thank you. Yeah, we had Big Matt and Little Matt when we worked at Gemini. Matt, Matt, Big Matt Schefter. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Matt went to Delta. Little taller, Matt went to Selkirk. Yeah. Slightly, slightly taller. And then we also had Matt Rats. Yeah. So then it Deutsch became. Matt. Yeah. So for a while it was because Matt Rats is in his fifties and he's jacked. Yeah. No, he's like, he's, he's very small, but he's he's very very he toned. Runs yeah. every night. He's he watches what he eats. Well, he's ready for the war. He is. <laughs> so for a while it was healthy lifestyle choices, Matt. <laughs> Little Matt and Fat Matt. <laughs> Poor Matt. Yeah. Big Matt <laughs> didn't like Poor him. Matt. Yeah. One. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Big Matt. My favorite Dick Mitten story, though, is uh, him and I were on the Wenzel comp or fire together. For and folks, that's his real name. His name is Richard Mitten, and he goes by Dick Mitten, which he goes by the Love Glove. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt there, Shane. Oh, Go no ahead. worries. 
But well, now that he's older, he makes the younger guys call him Dr. Love. Oh. <laughs> he's graduated. He says, oh, I've earned a PhD and never you young kids mind. But anyway, so we're out at the Wenzel Complex and uh, I have to go pick up a cat operator who's having what they think is a heart attack. Mm. So we do a medevac and uh, I land at the fire base and the medic, she's just this sawed-off little bleach blonde trolley doll who looks like she's been on meth since she was like seven months old. And she comes screaming over in uh, the big medic truck, and she damn like she knocks over the barricades and damn near drives right into the blades. Mm-hmm. And like, holy shit, whoa, whoa, whoa. So of course, there's that speed it because the safety guy, the AS, the air support or air support group supervisor is right there and he sees all this standing with the safety guy so there's an incident report because she did all this stuff but it turns out the guy had to like fart or something they gave him a gaviscon and he was fine <laughs> but uh so the next day we have to do a another briefing for these medics because they're there to save lives in their opinion and dick does the briefing and he says, at all times, you will remain seated with your seatbelt on. And she goes up. Dick Mitten's about six foot four, six foot five, something like that. And she's about four foot fuck all in heels. Goes up to Dick and tries to get in his face and says, if what if I have to do CPR? If I have to do CPR, I can't be buckled in. I have to get out there and I have to save that man. And Dick, without batting an eye, says, whoa, sweetheart. If at any point in the flight you feel the need that you have to perform CPR, I'll merely move him over from a passenger manifest to the freight manifest. <laughs> she lost her shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that is his voice. Yeah. That's, That's how he talks. Right. Yeah. So we were all sitting around for supper oh, last yeah. year, right. and we were talking. We were just like, you know, kind of like right now, talking about all these different things, and... It's the raining again. Never, mm. It's pouring. The boys had never... He'd never met Dick, I don't think. Who? Matt. Oh, Matt had never met had Dick. Had never met him. So we're, we're having a good conversation, and you're drinking your beer. I was going to get you to finish it because you have the voice. Keep going. But, so we're... You can try it. Uh, can try no, it. not a chance. Come on, try Dick, Candace. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh. Just, okay, now I've lost everything, so you just... Just loosen your throat. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what were you saying? Just the surprise when you were... Because you do the voice so well. And then he came up. Because he was having supper that same day. And he came uh, to our table. Uh, and you're like, hey, and here's the man himself. Uh, I don't remember the story, so I'm just you looking know, at you with a blank look. You were killing yourself because we had just oh, been talking about Dick. And then, oh, man. Yeah, then there he was. Yeah. And Matt was like, oh, my God. He does. He good. sounds just like that. Yeah. I remember my first fire with him was actually Shelly's, the fire when he got certified and we we're flying back. He got to sit in front seat. It was that fire that we went to by Adair. It's the first time I got to talk to Dick on the radio. And he says... Well, hello there, Gemini helicopter. Who have I got here? I said, hey, it's Shane. Who's this? He goes, you got the dick mitten here. I'm like, pardon? The little love glove coming at you on 126.7. I was like, oh, my God. I just bust out laughing. And uh, Danny Jane gets like, that's his real name, man. That's his real name. <laughs> Old Dino Jin. Uh, he's a good shit, too. 
old Denny. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, him and Swick were talking about taking a leave from the Calgary Fire Department to come back and do IA this year. Oh god, good, like, good time you, you didn't. Yeah, it picked a good year not to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Is Swick on the Calgary Fire Department now? I think so. Yeah, because I, I actually ran into Danny and uh, Swick in. Um, August two years ago, twenty eighteen, at mm. Slew's wedding. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to—I uh, want to apologize. You were going to talk about Lieutenant Dan from Romania. Oh I yeah, sidetracked. Side like squirrel. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of good Dan stories. Oh, Lieutenant Dan was great. He's part of the Rubber Boot Brigade. Those guys would do anything you asked him to do. Was hundred-hour pilots, and he was older too. Like he's my age. He almost landed the 205 right here on my kid's swing set one day. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he threw uh, survival rations. <laughs> no, survival oh, rations. survival rations. Yeah, out the Same window. Happy Easter. Yeah, he wrote Happy Easter and a Jiffy marker on it, and he came down at Easter and shook everything off the walls and threw it out the window. But, yeah, he was going to land right there on top of the swing set, and then he realized the swing set was there, so he just chucked it out the window. <laughs> Great guy. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> well, we were so excited because he's like, are you guys home? Yeah. yeah, man, we're here. Oh, great. I'll see you in about 15 minutes. So we're like setting a place for him and everything. And all of a sudden, the house starts to vibrate. One of the nice things about being a pilot that everybody knows you and being on the approach path, and you have a wife that goes absolutely like insane, like a little kid in a ball pit every time a helicopter flies over, is everybody buzzes your house. The wife loves it. The neighbors all think I'm an asshole. It's awesome. I've had two 12s, two 14s, came offs. Well, you're so invested in the, in the industry as well. You're always yeah. like, ooh, what's going on? And you're like in the nosy yeah. neighbor. It's like, what's yeah. happening over Who's there? today? Yeah. yeah. Messaging everybody that you know from forestry. It's like, where's the fire? Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Last year with the ignition team, we'd go out and burn out somewhere to the east, and everybody, we'd have a little procession of ignition torches going over top of the house. I loved it. Yeah. It's like, oh, he almost got the house with the torch. <laughs> uh, yeah, you run ignition too. That's going to be a bit of fun. Oh, yeah. Lots of good times. There's a big giant drip torch hanging below you, and then yeah. you decide what you want to light on fire. Yeah. It's good time. To stop, you know, Yeah, we fires. turn the fire. We burn circles and create a big heat column. It'll turn the fire away from town. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, high level. <laughs> um, I did the biggest burn at the time. I don't know if they did anything else since. Um, in Alberta history. Oh. Uh, all around this town. Yeah, pretty much in, in one shot. Of, of you know, yeah. Uh, flying. Yeah, 6,500 hectares in one shot. And then, yeah, last year was a good year for burning. I don't know how many drums I went through. Made it rain. You made it rain. So yeah. now we can't, we can't live it down. He's been telling everybody that he's, I am now a god. Yeah, I've made, <laughs> I've made it rain. Yeah. From causing a fire so yeah. big to create its own weather that oh, it yeah. caused rain. Yeah, you get pyrocumulus and it. We are, we are blowing some minds right now, I guarantee that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. It's no cool. It's cool, being, it. it's cool yeah. being a god. Yeah. I've got a video I'll show you later. Well, maybe yeah. we can put it on, you know, the... No? No? no okay. Never mind. This, this has GOA stuff on it. So ah, okay. That's fair. I was specifically told not to share it. You will right. be the second person I'll have shown it to. Perfect. Yeah. But you're leaving, so you don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. By the time this is uh, released, I'm not a government employee anymore, so... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Womp Yeah. <laughs> No, we had a good time with Ignition last year. We had a really good crew. The guys from Selkirk were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to see a lot of guys that, I mean, I remember Ben and I remember, um, well, actually a lot of those guys. James, too, right? Yeah, James. I remember James on IA up here when I started. He used to fly with Dave Link. Okay. Uh, 
one of our Aussie pilots, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those guys were in their 20s and now they're not. <laughs> yeah. It's only been 15 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we had a good time. It, I mean, it sounds like it's all glory, but man, we had so much trouble last year with politics and the local. Absolutely. No, that's, that's as it is want to be. Yeah. But you know what? If a piano teacher wants to tell me that I don't know what I'm doing, I should listen. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah, because clearly a piano teacher who got all her information from sitting on the shitter, reading Facebook. <sighs> oh, Gordon Ory. There's a man. Oh, Gord. Good old Gordon. Speaking of legends, Gordon, Gordon, yeah, Gordon Ory was in forestry forever. He was one of my first flights with forestry. God bless him. He taught me to read sizes and God bless that man. He's a good guy. Oh, I great got, guy. I had the pleasure. Oh, he's a great guy. I got the pleasure of working with him. I think I worked with him uh, four years. Yeah. Four or five years. Uh, oh. He used to sit down at Zama and all the fire talks would sit in a semicircle and listen to him talk. <laughs> he just, has stories, man. I've yeah. driven him a few times and uh, he would have stories for me growing up in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Oh, fantastic guy. Anyway, what else you want to know? Well, I was going to start doing uh, some, like, I would say lightning round. I, I listened to um, a bit of uh, Sportsnet mm-hmm. uh, with Jeff Merrick mm-hmm. and Elliot Friedman, and they yeah, do, yeah. you know, 31 Thoughts. Yeah. So what Jeff Merrick will do is he's such a, like, hockey nerd, he'll just give a name to Elliot Friedman, mm-hmm. and then he'll listen to a story, and then he'll counter with some, like, interesting things about that. And what they would do, I'm not going to do this elaborately, but each one of those people that he mentions would have a common theme. Mm-hmm. And so then Elliot has to guess what the theme is, but I'm not going to have that part. That would have okay. been fun to like, preemptively do that. Just but, so everybody knows I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone knows I've been drinking too. Uh, um, so yeah, we'll start off with some people that um, a lot of my coworkers that I work with right now know. Mm-hmm. And then we might get into some other guys that, uh, you know, that were a bit oh, before. going to be sent the next to Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, what I want to hear is like either, um, um, something that you always remember that person or just a okay. funny story or something okay. like that. Uh-huh. So we'll start off with somebody that uh, is currently fighting fire still. Uh, Sheldon Newstetter. Shelly. Shelly. The man has abs. The, the frick, man. <laughs> I've got a funny story about that. So <laughs> Lindsay Drozdowski. Yep. Sean Gillis' wife. Yeah. Um, and then Amy Garrett. Yep. Which is another one that well, we could always talk about, too. Oh, yeah. When she was a, a rookie on that one crew, oh, man. I, I feel so bad for her for being with Sam Genge. Uh, Sam Genge, wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Sam Genge and Joe Marco teach. Like, those guys, uh, bananas. Uh, yeah. And then Amy's just like, what the fuck is this crew about? Yeah. Anyway, so Amy knows anatomy really well. And then Lindsay was going to be a nurse. So, like, they wanted to go over all this kind of stuff. And I'm not sure how they roped Sheldon into it. But Sheldon, you can really see a lot of his exterior anatomy oh yeah so they had him shirtless and they're pointing at all the different muscles and yeah. Lindsay's trying to learn and I was like sexism here like let me tell you yeah. it's like why am I not a model huh yeah. like why can I be used it's like and this is like yeah that's a lot of belly fat yeah. Like, yeah okay like, boobs and tits okay move on Shane you're, <laughs> yeah. you're done yeah. no yeah so I always thought it was quite funny just like you know Sheldon is just like oh yeah they're giggling and I'm like yeah. oh god but um, yeah anyway your story of Sheldon, that's what I'm looking for. 
my story with Sheldon, or what you like, you know, a, a good memory, or like it could be, it could be funny or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Oh. But something you always remember about him when you see him. Yeah, when he was a rookie and he got certified, we let him fly in the front seat. We we're coming from just south of Steen, heading back to Rainbow, and we we're talking, and he's like, I think it was Corey or. Somebody on the crew said, oh, we never see smokes on patrol, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I said, you mean like that one? And sure enough, there was a fire over by a dare tower. And Shelly's eyes got really big because he knew he had to pass the white message to the office. Mm-hmm. So we flew over. to It's like a one tree wonder. I think it was like it wasn't even a point one. And uh, so he's like, what do I say? I'm like, OK, well, flick up, hit that switch and say this spread rate. Thousand miles an hour. <laughs> Spread rate. Thousand miles. That's not right. Kilometers. Thousand kilometers an hour. Thousand meters a minute. Could be metric. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we just fucked with him on the radio. Really. And he was just so panicked. It was great. Just listen to everything you're saying and then. Just oh, yeah. He wouldn't even process what we were saying. We were just screwing with him. We we're just like. <laughs> and I think it was Janelle in the. It might have been Kelsey. Kelsey Pinch in the office was like, what is going on out there? <laughs> so he just landed and Corey phoned it all in. That's fair. Yeah. No, it's always but fun it, to mess around hey, with the rookies for sure. He got a th- his eighth fire sitting in the front seat. That doesn't happen very often. Now, knowing Sheldon for so long, he's got to be the leader for so many other rookies going oh, through yeah. and then jumping in the front seat. Yeah. Uh, there's another one I want to hear. Um, Kevin Martin's. Now, oh. one, one special story I'm thinking of, which I'm hoping you're thinking of, <laughs> is the Wadland Tower one. Oh, we're flying out to a fire and there's smoke going off and we're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's the fucking Mennonites or something like that. And we're like, I bet you it's your dad, Kevin. And we got there and sure enough, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about him where he got on the phone and he's texting his dad. It's text- like, we're flying over your... <laughs> yeah, we're, flying we're coming your way. <laughs> yeah, we got there. I like, forgot about that like, one. Fuck, that is your dad. I re- the one I remembered hearing because I was a, a Kevin Subleader one year, I believe in 2017. And you guys were flying around Wadlin Tower and you saw a bear. Oh, that was bear. Fence. bear. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's flying front for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, oh yeah, like uh, yeah, pet bear. And it's just like, it's like, hey, there's a bear outside. And you're just like, pet bear, pet bear, pet bear. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, yeah, I just wonder if it's your, like your pet bear. <laughs> and yeah. then the lady's like, uh, no, definitely not my pet bear. Pretty sure yeah. it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My first memory of Kevin was him sitting in the back seat and just dreading that we're flying closer and closer to his parents' place. I was like, <laughs> I bet it's your fucking dad. <laughs> ah, it's his dad. <laughs> Um, let's go with uh, Craig Phillips. Oh my God, Craig Phillips. He was he's meticulous. I'll give him that. Mm. He his crew used to strip down him, Big Tim, and Pete. Max wouldn't participate because Matt's or Max is educated. Mm-hmm. They would strip down to the waist. Was was it Pete or was it Theo Fonseil? No, it was Pete. I'm pretty Pete sure. for sure. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Pete. Okay. Um, I think that year Theo's on Sam, um, Steve Duncan's crew. Yeah, probably. When yeah. he had the big goat beard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just had a kid, eh? He did. Yeah, yeah. and he's an AO yeah. in training. Yeah, in training. Yeah, good for him. Uh, <laughs> all the kids are growing up. Love those uh, AO guys, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they would strip down and then they'd whip each other with sweet clover. They'd pull all the flowers off and all yeah. the, and they'd whip each other. And Big Tim was probably 
Oh, he had to be six, 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 seven. Six, six, definitely like he's 220 pounds of solid muscle. Oh, he's more like than Viking, that. Viking. Yeah. And he's standing with his arms over top of his head and Craig whips him and it comes around and cuts his nipple open. It's like, what are you doing? And of course the guys from Blackhawk are all there. They're doing spray and my buddy Jeremy's there and he comes and goes, what are they doing? It's like, I don't know. This is retarded. <laughs> And they're all willingly do it and just Oh yeah. Fun. And they whip the shit out of each other. Yeah. Just yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. Um not Zach Frazier, but Billy Ray. Billy Ray, the Frazier's. My yeah. God. Uh fuck you had to put a leash on that kid. <laughs> he, he made uh He was kinda of reminded me of like like a weasel. Oh, not, 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 not that he's like, not that he's like sketchy or something, but he has those eyes like oh, staring yeah. around. He's and like you know, the squirrel like, from uh, Ice Age. Ice Age. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say from that Little Red Riding Hood movie, whatever the hell it's called. Oh yes. Or or um, uh, the hedge over the hedge. Yeah. Where oh Steve Carell is the voice for me. He drinks the caffeine and everything's moving slower than him. Yeah. Hoodwink. 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 Yeah. Squirrel in that when he gets a hold of him. Man, I remember poor <laughs> Sam. When when Sam had him on his crew, like it was constant. Where the fuck's Fraser? We're on five minute getaway, and the guy would just wander away. We're in Rainbow Lake, and he's off fishing. Like, where the hell are you? But he made uh, what do you call those addles? The spear chuckers. Mm-hmm. We're in Meander, and so there's where we're sitting, and then the truck is between us and the helicopter, and so he can't really see the helicopter, but it's just the other side of the truck. Mm-hmm. And he's making this thing, and it's not turning out right. So he goes, ah, shit. This isn't working. So he throws the spear over the truck at the helicopter. <laughs> it's like, idiot. Yeah, man, I used to bug his ass all the time. Golf tees in your ears. Fruit Loop bastard. Yeah, I remember you were calling him uh, Billy Ray for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Inbred as they come. <laughs> yeah. Good guy, though. Yeah. Give his shirt off his back. The one that we were talking about doing Zacharina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like anyway. Wonderful thing from Zach Frazier. Nice uh, Zach dance. Oh. <laughs> uh, know, I'd have to say the best crew, I think, no offense, the best crew I think I ever worked with. Because Tommy Lutz's crew that year was pretty good. Tommy Lutz, Matt Allen, myself, and Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny's up here right now. Oh, is he? Yeah, I should I should give you his number. Uh, throw him in a mud puddle. Yeah, he's staying straight right now with his dog, Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did throw him in a mud puddle after you, did. you dropped you guys a bucket got... on us. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had to hug each other. Yeah. As you dropped a bucket on us, which huh. mainly hit me. No, we were holding hands. You we guys were holding hands. Yeah. And you dropped a bucket that mainly hit me. And yeah. then we had to wrestle in said puddle. In the mud. Yeah. yeah. And it was skiggy, shitty water. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a rookie thing. It was you a very good, ro- a, two, a two rookie crew. Yeah. yeah. I've done a lot of shitty things to a lot of rookies. Nah, it wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened. When you're that's not the, the worst thing I've ever done. When, when, <laughs> when, when, you, when you're expecting the bucket, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, this is going to happen. But it's always funny when you get bucketed when you are not expecting it at all and you're like yeah. what were you trying to hit I'm yeah. out of the black yeah uh, I hit all Hattie's cruise gear one time oh yeah well they were bucking down trees so I could see the fire and I saw something flickering that looked orange and it was ribbon that they mm. tied to the tree to mark where their gear was and I got there some Mark was Mark on their crew that year Waitson uh, was Hattie I don't think so there was Cam Hattie I can't remember who was on the crew that year. Yeah. yeah, his glasses shot out. He had Oakleys, and they went, and they shot into the bush, oh. and they got hit. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. 
Um, you were saying about the best crew that you got to work oh, with. Oh, Sam, okay. Zach, Sasha. Okay, Sasha Kostich. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the mullet monster. I was say the mullet monster. Steve Duncan. <laughs> yeah. That, that was they, the year I had the most fun. Yeah, those three together. It's oh, just yeah. unreal. There's no stopping them. Yeah, and like, and it's so funny for me to look back at a lot of hack, and I just see like the catalyst for so many different things. It's like oh, yeah. it's like in hockey, right? Yeah. Like I always compared Hell Attack to like hockey and like how yeah. you have a team and you have yeah. development and all this kind of stuff, yeah. and you see other people like leading other crews yeah. and everything. And that crew, how good Zach was at firefighting and just setting that work ethic. Oh yeah. He, and him and Steve and Sam got so I got along so well together. Sam yeah. being from Ontario as well, like Zach. Yeah. Uh, they all hunt. Yeah. They're all just backwoods. Just yeah. I'm not going to say hillbillies, but they're backwoods boys. That oh, we're just, the most redneck crew yeah, you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It was like great. Long, scrubby hair. You know, mm-hmm. dipping, smoking, chewing, spitting, yeah. drinking, partying, yeah. having a good time. Just that perfect balance of work hard and play hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was good times. And a lot. And then the people that they went on to lead. Yeah. Really set the president. To, oh yeah, yeah. To, to put it down to the rest of the people because Tommy Lutz was a rookie on Steve Duncan's crew. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, it has changed it, in the last few years. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, uh, I digress and I, uh, I interrupted you again. But oh whatever. Yeah, that, that was it's a your pretty podcast. good podcast. I, I, I thought it was so funny with Zach with um, <laughs> how many years he had in a row where he always had somebody that was bilingual on his crew. Yeah. You know, he had, he had Ernie. Yeah. He was Mennonite, so he speaks yeah. Mennonite German. Uh, Theo von Sale, yeah. South African, so he speaks yeah. Afrikaans. Yeah. Sasha, Sasha Kostic, which he was Croatian. Croatian. But he also lived in Germany for a yeah. while because his dad was a doctor, I believed. Or I believe. think so. It was yeah. something like that, yeah. So he knew all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And then was Danny Jin on their crew too? But he's not bilingual. He just he's just, <laughs> he just got the Chinese background. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he speaks Dinho. One of my favorite stories is with him. They let him sit in the front seat one day, uh, come back from Fort Vermilion. And I mean, and Danny doesn't have an accent. No, not at all. No. He gets in the front seat, and we're flying back. And uh, he gets on there, and high level's call sign was 828. 828, this is the Honda Civic Turbo. <laughs> you check out we airborne now. We go back at the high level. We. <laughs> oh my god, we started. Who was the dispatcher? I can't remember if it was Kelsey. Pollock or Pinch? Pollock. Okay. Or Janelle. Might have been Janelle. Mm. She was here the other day and we were talking about it. Might have been her. Oh yeah, it was her. It was her. Yeah. And uh so we're flying back and we have to do the frequency change. It was Eight to eight, you check out the Honda Civic Turbo. We're switching to ten now. <laughs> Yeah, and then we come in a high level, and he's like, "It wait, this is the Honda Civic Turbo. We're going to make it a happy landing here at the Gemini. What's the plan for this machine tomorrow? <laughs> and uh, John comes back, man up, 10 o'clock. And then? <laughs> no one then. And then? No one then. And dead. and then the duty officer comes on. Danny Jen, no one dead. I was like, oh, oh, we done it now. <laughs> oh, we done it now. Yeah. 
you know who the DO was at the time? Amanda. Uh, I figured it might have been Amanda. Yeah. Well, he just went through that sharpness. Like, no, no. Yeah. But, uh. Because that's another one with professionalism and fun. Oh, yeah. Amanda. This district, like, I did provincial contract. I've worked every district. Mm-hmm. For five years, I traveled the province, every mm-hmm. district. This was the most fun. Absolutely. Because everybody gets together. Like, one thing I've noticed about this district is everybody gets together, has barbecues, or they used to. Yeah, a little, little alley more. parties, you know, yeah. behind the office and everything. Yeah, like, you go to Slave, you go to, like, Calgary, wherever. Five o'clock comes, everybody's gone. That's it. Everybody goes home. Up here, yeah. Oh, so it's a community. It's the same thing with your hangar. Oh, yeah. For so yeah. many years. Yeah. But uh, I do remember a certain dirty officer who forced her radio girl to call us Hillary Clinton's tampons over the radio. <laughs> so with helicopter call signs is you'd have letters attached to the name of the helicopter. Yeah, it's and the then, phonetic alphabet. And it's the phonetic alphabet. So it would be Hotel Charlie Tango. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to call it Honda Civic Turbo. And then she started calling us Hillary Clinton's tampons mm-hmm. <laughs> on the radio. And it, it fucked me up one time going into Fort McMurray because... I've been working with, uh, you met Cookie, didn't you? He was still around? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we had XMJ. And he used he to came back. Uh, he, he, was, like, he was before my time, but then yeah. he came back again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are flying in uh, X-Ray Mug Juliet, and he kept calling it uh, Extraordinary... Oh, no. We're in EMJ, not XMJ. He called it Early Michael Jackson. <laughs> and he'd go, 8 to 8, it's... Early Michael Jackson, Sharoni, all the time. <laughs> and I dropped off that crew and I got dispatched to Fort McMurray. And I said to the tower, McMurray Tower, this is A-Star Helicopter, early Michael Jackson. And the tower guy bust a gut. He's like, did you just say early Michael Jackson? I was like, fuck. Uh, that's uh, Uncle Mike Juliet. He's like, he said, no, no, you said Michael Jackson. <laughs> God damn Because Transport Canada and Nav Canada don't have the same amount of fun as we do. No, absolutely. But he was kind of, he was laughing. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was laughing. laughing. I was like, That's good. shit. Yeah, Andrew Cook, his first year back when I was here, because he, like you said before, he was before my time, but then he came around. Um, he His crew was Theo Fonsale. Um, Yari. Yari Erdinger, like he was, he was the he was the rookie, and then also um, Johnny Ace Chandler. Yeah, Johnny Chandler. Johnny Chandler, and they got these pink T-shirts made yeah. and stitched, and they had a rainbow with the clouds at each end, and then a helicopter slinging a unicorn. <laughs> Those were classic. The softest T-shirts made ever. Yeah. Um, going to some more names, uh, just because he's he's around the office and everything, and a lot of guys will recognize uh, Matt Allen. Don't fuck the Jeffers. Well, that's Theo Fonsensale. That's when he was in. That, 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 that's that's, that's not that Matt Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his story that's when he Matt came Allen. from Shunda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Allen. No, was, not Shunda. Yeah, it was Shunda. Shunda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah Matt yeah, was sorry. a rookie in Rocky. Yeah, that was the yeah. story he was told. Right. I was like, yeah. Matt never had a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think Theo was the one that was kind of hanging yeah. out with one of the leaders on the on the crew. Yeah. Oh no. No, he told me the story about don't fuck the Jeffers, which makes sense. You got a lot of hack guys are eighteen, mm-hmm. a lot of Jeffers are seventeen. Don't 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 do that. I came yeah. from that program too. Yeah, it could be messy for sure. Yeah. 
Um, no, he's a good shit. I like Matt. I, he used to have a shaved head, and then he had long hair. And <laughs> he has long hair again. He yeah. loves throwing that mullet. Oh, Meg, yeah. Megan hates it, but he loves it. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, he's good shit. I really like working with him. Oh, man. Solid dude. Well, I got I had was my sub leader one year, and the next year I was on his crew. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah. And then been working with him since. <laughs> it's always fun. Like you know, he gets around, you know, like he does like this project, that project. We've been putting up the raw stations around, so he yeah. he got us to help him out on two different uh, stations, and it's, it was just so much fun. Oh yeah. And then the, and my crew's doing stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, your crew sucks." I'm like, "Yeah, they do suck." Yeah, you <laughs> shitty fucking crew, and then we're laughing like, ah. yeah. and "They're like, why are you being mean today?" I'm like, "It's okay." Yeah. Just go with it, guys. Yeah. I still love you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll still read you bedtime stories. <laughs> oh, yeah, still tuck you in. Yeah, yeah, we'll still, yeah. We'll still play video games and everything. Just yeah. gotta, look, just gotta look tough in front of the, the old boss. You know, can't be soft. In front oh, of yeah, him. can't be soft. Uh, oh. um, just because he's such a character, uh, salty Neil McNulty. <laughs> what do you say about salty? He's unique. He's very unique. Uh, good guy. <laughs> actually driving around um, uh, southern area of, of Barry, um, I drove past a sign that said Feversham, and that's where he's from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like salty. Yeah. <laughs> so the boys are making fun of me. He's like, yeah. yeah, you're gonna drive around and you see a bunch of salts just running around. <laughs> yeah, There's salt everywhere. Yeah, I ran into him in Fort Mac years ago. Mm. He'd gone to work in the warehouse or something for a shift. Uh, he just come walking up, creep me out. Didn't know this. Dude was coming up to me. Yeah, it was salty. Takes forever to tell a story. Good guy though. I'll give you his last beer. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. He'll probably lose it. <laughs> he's probably. like, all right. He's like, I got more beer. Here you go. And then yeah. he's like, no, this is your last one. But I'll take it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, great guy. No. Yeah, I really like salty. <laughs> Jason Smith. He's another good guy. I remember when he was a rookie. Yeah. Chasing fucking butterflies and meander for a project for like a month. Yeah. MCFT and all those guys that come like from the first year and they got to press flowers and yeah. find this and find that and everything. Yeah. He didn't understand the game of Catan. Remember that? That crew played so much Catan and he would just he build was a- his roads in a perfect circle. <laughs> I have a wonderful road around my It's New Brunswick. Yeah. In, in New Brunswick... The roads aren't more than six segments, so yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go out of my little hexagon. That was, uh, that was, uh, pardon me, Graham, Graham, Kyle, Kyle. and then um, Josh and Josh and Jason, or was that no. Timothy, T- Tim Dalton, not Timothy Dalton, <laughs> James <laughs> Bond, right? Yeah. Uh, wasn't was big Tim. Hepworth, 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 Tim Hepworth. Was he that little sawed-off dude? Yeah, blonde hair, faux yeah. hawk. Always got attacked by bugs because he put cologne on and hair yeah. gel before. I think so. I can't remember. Might have been him. Cass made that crew turkey burgers and they loved it. Oh, that's a good time. Oh, that's right. Actually, I made the turkey burgers. I made a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, we made kebabs. I brought ice cream cones out. Yeah. brought ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. See, we used to, like, we'd go to Meander to take a truck. We'd have a cooler. I'd give you, them the barbecue. Yeah, you give us the barbecue. We did that yeah. one time, too. Yeah. A little hibachi out. Yep. Yeah, I did that with Genji's crew. We went out to Margaret, and uh, that was the year that they had Billy Ray and Amy. and Yeah. Yeah, and they were all just in awe that I pulled out these uh, marinated kebabs. And we, and we mm. barbecued kebabs. And Sam's like, Better not get a calm so goddamn full. <laughs> um, let's go with. Uh, oh, I just had on the tip of my tongue here. Pardon me. Uh, Curtis Van Dale. Do you remember him? 
Curtis. Nervous Curtis? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna, we usually call him like CVD or uh, yeah. Curtis Van Dale and yeah. then, or uh, a Dirty Curdy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was terrified of turns, I can tell you that much. He just didn't like flying. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if he knew about that. But he maybe did, he, I, I read he, that somewhere. He had a terrible fear of flying. I saw that in the paper somewhere. <laughs> man, I would just fucking chase every seagull under the sky if, if I knew Curtis was on board. Yeah, no, so, that was the that was the, the worst thing. Like if you had a fear of something and Shane found out about it, yeah. you're gonna <laughs> we're gonna cure you of that or you're gonna die. Yeah. Uh, it's like I remember one time we were flying and there was some kind of storm coming in. There's mm-hmm. kind of we weren't flying through a cell and uh-huh. there weren't like it wasn't lightning uh-huh. like in front of us or anything, but there was lightning in the distance. Uh-huh. And some of us were quite nervous. I'm o- I've always had the rule. It's like I'm not nervous until the pilot's nervous. Uh-huh. And you're you're like words of reassurance. You're like, it's fine, boys. I'm not scared yet. You shouldn't be either. <laughs> yeah, I did almost get struck by lightning once though years ago with actually Zach and Sam. We went over Watt Mountain. It was jet black sky. It wasn't raining. There was no lightning. We were going out to a fire we'd been to the night before. And uh, there's just a perfect straight north-south line. Sunshine, black. And we're about a half mile to that line. And we had a big lightning strike right in front of us. Like, we felt the heat. And the hair stood up on the arms and everything went, boom. Mm. I had just enough time to say fuck, and we flew through the debris of the tree that pretty much exploded. Wow! And uh, the skies opened up with rain, and couldn't see because we're so close to the the edge, and it was so bright, and the mm-hmm. sun's to the west, and it was like having somebody shine a flashlight in your eyes. So we opened the side window, flew sideways for half mile, and then we're out of it. Wow! But there there wasn't a lick of lightning for like that twenty five minute flight out. Just super low skies, and like literally felt the heat afterwards. Like holy shit! <laughs> okay, I haven't shit in a helicopter. I think some of my passengers have. <laughs> uh, or shit, or it went back up. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh. Anybody else tasting cloth? <laughs> yeah. um, I got two more off the top of my head. Uh, Nate Slew Foster. <sighs> he was very special his rookie year. That's for sure. Who was his leader his rookie year? Oh, God. I've had a hard time thinking about that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who it was? Vic Cernick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was with, Z- he was with Vic, um, Pete, and Max on the yeah. 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 I didn't work with him very much. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I worked with Slew a few times. I remember him parking his truck on our lawn at the hangar. White Lightning? Yeah, and trying to sell it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he sold it right away. Did you ever see that video from Sam where he they buried have, it? Where, yeah, where he's buried. Oh <laughs> he's yeah, just got that face like. Oh. Yeah, we were trying to find the video for that to put it on for his wedding. Oh, because it's just that gross face of his. Yeah. <laughs> if you go past our house here, we live on a dead end road, but it looks like it should join up across from our hangar there mm. back to the highway. Mm. It goes from gravel to clay. Oh no! And Cass had a brand new. Like, Two months old. It had 1,300 kilometers on it when mm-hmm. I got my hands on it. Uh, what the hell was it again? Pontiac Vibes. Pontiac Vibes. Yeah, salsa color, Pontiac Vibes. They do not four-wheel drive. Pontiacs? No kidding. Yeah, because we had just bought this house. <laughs> and me and Hubba Bubba 
went for lunch. And I said, hey, do you want to see the house we bought? He said, sure. So we drove past it. And I mean, we didn't want to be too creepy. So we only slowed down a little. And I said, well, you know, I think this road joins up across from the hangar. He says, I think it does too. So we drove down. I should have turned around when it turned to clay because it had been raining. And we get to the end of the dead end, which is about a half mile down, and the back tires aren't turning anymore. Oh, dear. And I managed to get the car turned around, fourth gear, wide foot to the floor, tires spinning, and we have stopped moving. And we had to call Buddy to come get us with a big truck. And of course, so I'm late getting back from lunch, and my clients are there. It's when we were 42. And they'd come in for a grocery run on like week two. So we're going to be good for a month afterwards. <laughs> that car sat, that car sat for a month with that clay baking in there. Oh boy. Yeah, it sat until I moved up here. Yeah, in July. We went and looked at the place in May. <laughs> and I had to beat the concrete out of the wheel wells. Oh God. With a hammer and a five foot wrecking bar. Jesus. Um, I tried to drive away at first, and then part of it broke off. So it was all caked up in the wheel well. Then the whole thing kind of broke off from the vibration. You didn't know of somebody with a tractor over here? Oh, oh no. It was back in the hangar already. Oh, oh, no. it was oh so it was it drying. Sat, it sat with the mud. Yeah, it sat with the mud in the wheel well. Gotcha, High-level clay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it baked, and it was so hard. Um, <laughs> Must have been very hard. Very, very hard. Mm. Um, just stiff. Just drained all the moisture right out of it. <laughs> um, when I backed up, the vibration had that big, perfectly formed, curved, hard piece of pottery come off, mm-hmm. jam in the wheel well. It was sh- it was so sharp, it was shaving rubber off the tire. Wow. Like a lathe. Yeah, so I sat Jesus. there for about an hour with a wrecking bar, just... Yeah, my wife's brand new car, and I got a five foot wrecking bar just fucking hammering on it, trying to break off His the buddy mud. buddy from work is like, you should have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> angry on. Yeah. And then uh, I took it to the car wash, and it was 80 bucks that I spent. And then I took it to the car wash, and it was another 40 bucks. And then she took it to the dealership because all the lights came on on the dash. Oh, God. Wiring harness was shot. Ripped off the wiring harnesses. Yeah. yeah, no shit. I'd be claiming warranty big time, too. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know how that happened. Because we did get all the clay off. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoops. No. <laughs> that is big whoops. My poor yeah. car. It didn't... We found out the hard way that that car did not like minus 40 very much. No. Because it was a uh, standard. Yeah. So the clutch wouldn't engage, and I couldn't get her to start. Yeah. I was sad. Yeah. Uh, what else do you want to know? Um, I was going to ask about Mark Otway. Mark Otway. Well. Because that was, like, to me, if you had your favorite crew, uh, that crew where Kyle Smith and Mark Otway were on together, I think they, they had Jamie Dahmer on there as well. Yeah, I didn't fly them that year. No, but I remember hearing about that crew. It was just like one of the biggest messes ever. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like hearing stories of uh, Mark slapping Kyle over a game of Catan. Oh. <laughs> well, Mark bro- fucking broke his toe because Danny Jin was on his crew one year. Yeah. And uh, we'd play hearts. 
And every yep. time, Danny would give him the queen of spades. He'd go, bring him out the bitch. And he'd throw it down, and Mark would lose his shit. And the only way, like, we'd all do it. Yeah. Like, we'd make sure that kid got, like, 20 points every hand. <laughs> Just do it on purpose. Yeah. And we had a <laughs> massive picnic table that uh, Zach and Sam had built. Yeah. And Mark got up. And you knew he wanted to smack Danny, but we're all looking at him like, don't do it. So he kicked the table as hard as he could, and it separated the steel toe from his boot. Oh, no. And his toe was, oh, shit. Bleeding? Cut? Oh, well, it doubled in size. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't deal with games that well. I remember no. seeing a few clips of him playing video games and just slamming his mouse and like oh, hitting yeah. the desk and just swearing yeah. at the top of his lungs. Yeah, well, he threw an Xbox controller one time at the TV. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're, you're like playing solitaire. Fuck, relax. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, no. Oh, we've had a lot of good times up here. Oh, man, for sure. And it's yeah. been, like, I wish I could have like been more uh involved with the hat crews my first year up here because yeah. we had like legends like cole and matt patmore oh yeah uh, cam Mayer, yeah. you know those kind of guys uh chris Ter- terrian uh, a few of those boys vixer and obviously too yeah yeah, yeah. no those, like but those are like way way back in the day yeah like we don't even do half the stuff we used to do like well absolutely not yeah. and that's See. Fair in a sense. There's a few stories I, I have, but I'm definitely not going to talk about those ones. Oh, no. I mean, you can't say that you've ever hover exited somebody into the top of a tree because it was the only place to go because that's <laughs> it goes against that. We're a bunch of black bear cubs just, you know, climbing down a tree. Yeah. Um, and I was, uh, one last one. Uh, what's a memory that you remember of me? Oh, fuck. That you can tell. <laughs> Drinking in Jasper. Um, Oh, your rookie year, you guys had that band, and I took your crew photo that year, and you guys were singing the... Oh, yeah. And you were playing the harmonica. Harmonica? Yeah. Uh, I might have pretended to play the harmonica. I'm yeah. not much of a harmonica player. I can play two songs, Dirty yeah. Old Town by the Pogues, and um, you concerning, sh- concerning Hobbits yeah. <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you shot spit through the other side of a yeah. harmonica pretty yeah. good. Uh, Tommy was playing banjo, Matt was playing the acoustic bass, and then Johnny had the acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yeah, old Tommy Lutz. Because we, that year in 2013, I think we had a shift in Steen together. Yeah. And I think we had definitely two shifts in Fort V and then yeah. one shift together in like between Meander and yeah. Footner kind of thing. Yeah. It almost felt like it was three shifts in Fort V. But yeah, yeah we, were, we were together a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had that fire on the island and those guys in the kayaks pulled up. Yep, yep. That was a that was a very interesting fire. It's like, why are we fighting this fire on this island? But yeah, whatever. Might as well put it out. Hey, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, those guys yeah. showed up. Oh yeah. It's kind of funny to like fly to something that is like so close to road access. Yeah, but, you just oh, can't quite get there. Way she goes. Yeah. Oh. No. One one time I remember uh, we were in Fort V and I got a phone call from ATB and they really like Alberta Treasury Branch for people who aren't familiar with that. And they really wanted me to do a survey. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. And I'm going through it. I'm like, can we just speed this up? Like, I think you guys are great. You're awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Like, just, can you just put like 10 for everything? Just like put 10. This, this is awesome. And I'm like, ah, well, we know we kind of want to go through all the questions and let make sure that you understand each one and you can just say it. I'm like, okay, sounds great. And it's just like on the scale of blah, 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 one to 10, like how, how would you rate this? 
10. And I just keep saying 10 and 10 and 10 and 10. And then that's when you and Tommy and Matt they really get into it. And it's like, oh, how many guys have you ever, you know? It's just like, 10. Uh, if there were 10 dicks sticking through glory hole wall, how many would you choke on? All 10. Uh, and with that... <laughs> I was kind of trying to hold it back a little bit. Shane, you went all the way. The funniest guy I know for phone calls is Chubbs. Oh, Chubbs, yeah. He'd yeah. get, we're in Steen River and he got a telemarketer. They called him up and they wanted to send him on a cruise and they wanted him for this and they wanted that. And he started going on about, because he knew what it was. It was just a scam and... Yeah, he went on. He kept that guy on the line for about 40 minutes. He kept having to hit mute because we all kept laughing. And he'd be like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. So can I bring my lover? Yeah. You can bring your... Oh, of course you can. You can bring your wife or girlfriend. My lover's name is Stanley. Um, like, okay, yeah. That's... Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. This guy's just... He went on and on. He was making up the answers I can't say... <laughs> yeah. If you can't say that, then ooh. yeah, boy, howdy. Yeah, uh, he, he asked what kind of porn they had at the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always remember hearing like, like how he'd like give him a, a good little go there, and then yeah. he'd also just like leave it blank and yeah. just like not talk to them at all. It's like, oh yeah, I'll be right back, and it's just like, yeah, waste their time because they can't down. hang up on you. Oh yeah, we were playing cards or something, and he'd just, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah, and then we play a couple hands of cards and be like, "Are you still there?" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, okay, I'm back. Yeah. Uh, quickly, uh, do do you have any ones of IKEA? Abnison? No, I don't no. think so. Oh. There's some of the guys that are around for a long. It was weird, and you just didn't get on with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like some guys, some of the scheduling. Yeah, like Zach and Sam. I worked with those guys all summer. Yeah. Anytime they were on, I worked with them. And like I said, with Lutz's crew, I got out of them quite a bit. When yeah. I did provincial contract, I went everywhere. You were all over the place. Yeah, yeah there were times where it was just like, hey, man, you're around. I was like, no, no, down in Calgary. It's yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, that one day you were down Lethbridge border, like down Lethbridge, and then yeah. you flew all the way back up the territories. Yeah, there's a territory fire coming into Alberta, and I was uh, down by Waterton. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we need you. All right. Off I'll come back. Yeah. Uh, did you ever meet Sean Elliott? Really skinny guy. We used to call him Skeletor. I think so. Yeah, really nice good guy. guy. It used to piss him off because he went to work for Mustang. <laughs> and so he worked around Calgary and Rocky and uh, McMurray. It didn't matter where he'd go. He'd say, oh, yeah, so you work for Mustang. Yeah, where'd you work before? <clears throat> Gemini. Gemini? You know Shane? Yes, yes, I fucking know Shane. I know. Everybody knows Shane. Yeah, but most of those guys <clears throat> would have cycled out by now. It was awesome. He phoned me up one time and says, I am in fucking B.C., uh, I can't remember where he was in Castle Gars or whatever. I don't know what the hell it was. He's like, and there's a guy here who said, "Where'd you used to work? Do you know Shane?" Like I'm in fucking Southern <laughs> BC. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I think he finally phoned you and said, <clears throat> "Guess what?" Yeah, oh, yeah. No one knows you. Yeah, he was down in Blairmore, I think it was. And finally, there was nobody on the crew there knew me because all the guys I knew there had cycled out. Mm. Yeah. Who? And you're like, damn it. Yeah. Rats. Well, other than that, good job, good career, good people, mostly. Not bad at all, eh? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't and, now, and now you're taking your talents to TRK. Yeah. That's Hopefully we don't do much oil field because I'd rather get fucking ass with a concrete fist from a statue than do a lot of oil field again. <laughs> but I mean, I'll do it because 50 bucks is 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, at the time I had phone with TRK, they're pretty sweet. They oh, got, yeah. They got some good pilots there for sure. They got good iron. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, if you meet uh, Hendry. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. South Africa. Yeah. Yep. South Africa guy. Yeah. He was Botswana. up here last year. Just before it was brutally cold. Yeah, because yeah. I worked for him last year as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I, I flew with him a bunch um, in October. Yeah. Awesome dude. Yeah. So, yeah. No, tell yeah. him I said hi. Because I don't think I'll see him by the time I'm leaving. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be back or... Yeah, he'll run into him at some point. Yeah. But, I. Uh, uh, yeah, he sent me a message because someone was frozen at their crew house, so I went over and helped him out and... The next day he left, and then the day after that we had minus fifty something. So I sent him a screenshot of the weather. And he says, "Oh, you missed it, buddy." He's like, "I would die. I would literally just <laughs> go outside, cry <clears throat> until I died." And see, that's the opposite with me. Like when I was in Australia, like I'd rather be in minus forty than plus oh, forty. Too. Oh, yeah. Like I'm like, man, like inside you can just bundle up and like turn up yeah. the thermostat, grab some blankets or whatever. Or yeah. even when you're outside, you can just bundle up really yeah. well and prepare for it. Yeah. Like you don't need to go skiing or sledding or anything. You just prepare. Yeah. Outside, oh, yeah. you can only take off so many goddamn layers. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon you're out there in your golden thong prancing around, getting sunburned. <laughs> okay, the Tim Denbach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's the worst. Yeah. Well, the best, I think one of the, my favorite jobs other than fires was we used to do uh, mammal tracking. Oh, that would be fun. And so we'd wait for it to snow. Then you do th- wait three days for the tracks to accumulate. And then we'd fly crews out and we'd drop two guys off. And then me and Chuck, uh, <clears throat> the other guy from Strix, I'd drop him off at one end and I'd go to the other and we'd do a 20 kilometer transect snowshoeing. And we go out to like up by the territories and out by the Saskatchewan border, and yeah, you'd snowshoe for your ten kilometers, <clears throat> and then you'd kind of meet in the middle. And there were days when it was like thirty below, forty below. It was great. I loved that job. <laughs> you're moving. You're losing weight. <laughs> yeah, I cut so shrimp on the fire. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm feeling the difference from like last year firefighting to this year firefighting. Oh man! Time. When I started flying, I was 205 pounds. And now I'm not. <laughs> That's a fair answer. Round is a shape. Yeah. Candace says get into shape. And I rub my belly. And this, I went to kindergarten and this is a shape. Nice and round. <laughs> and actually with that there, Shane, that's, a, that's an hour Long and a half. Enough? Okay, it's an hour enough. and a half. No, no, it's like it just flies by, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You tell a few stories and like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's going to be so awkward and dry and oh. we're going to have anything to talk about. I didn't even tell a story about shit in my pants. And yeah, I'm just <laughs> But we opened up with a, a poop story. That's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, all, all right. right. Thank, thanks a lot, there, Shane. Thanks yeah, a lot, there, Candace, for for you know pushing it along. Candace is a big fan of the podcast and an avid listener, and she helped encourage Shane along with me to get on. So Shane hates technology. It's not even technology. It's just uh, it's, <laughs> this is less technology that less technology than a helicopter. That's for sure. <laughs> stares at intently yeah. alright well thank you very much for listening be sure to like share subscribe and wait, wait, no, I fucked that all up <laughs> keep your stick on the ice yeah all that kind of stuff exactly so anyway hope you guys enjoyed